First Orale Way podcast. My name, way. Is, <laughs> my name is Dex. I'm Flick. And man, so this is going to start off a little unorthodox. We were preparing for this very first episode of the podcast and we got into a pretty damn good conversation just kind of naturally. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and cut into that and then we're going to go ahead and get back into the I don't know if we can even call it regular scheduled show because we already kind of yeah, went off. We already uh, we already started, man. Boys, please, you went ten minutes. Come on. Hey, I think that was ten <laughs> minutes of gold. Thank right. you very much. I'm, yeah. I'm actually quite proud of that ten minutes. But you know, so it is going to be a little bit. You're going to notice the cut. I thought I'd introduce that cut into it because yeah, we got into a cool little conversation before the actual podcast started. Our production guy here, um, Thing One. He actually was able to uh, – he started recording without us really paying attention to it. So it kind of worked out. You know, he has a good idea here and there. Uh, but just so, go ahead and enjoy that little part, and then we're going to go ahead and come back in in a little bit. Speak up, all right? That's all I got to say, man, and that's what I tell all my business partners, all my business ventures. You guys are doing business with me now, and I want you guys to express yourself. If I'm fucking up, let me know. You know, and I will definitely, if you guys are fucking on, I will let you know. But I don't want you guys to take anything, anything like like I'm disrespecting or nothing. I'm looking out for you guys. You know what I mean? I am, I am a businessman. D knows me. Uh, sometimes I, I, I'll, if I got to, like, say something that I don't really agree, I, I will say it. But I also want you guys to be the same way. I want us to grow. If, if there's any misunderstandings or anything like that, bring it up. Don't stay quiet, man. We we can handle this, this out with logic. And being like reasonable, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you know, like 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 men, you know what I mean? And I, I say this to to everybody, you know, even, even like Julian. I tell this shit to Julian to my other business partner. Hey man, like, speak what's on your mind, bro. Don't don't worry. Like you could talk to me. So, something's going on because I know once we hit that play button, bro, it's, it's, it's real. So I already hit it. Like, don't worry, I can get out the first ten minutes. You know, that's fine. Cool. That's our, yeah. All right, bro. So let, let's. I'm gonna go, dog. And simply, I don't hang on to things. All right. I don't stay salty about much or anything, really. That's just not my yeah, way. Yeah, I know you brought, man, but, shit. Yeah, you know. D, but, D, we go way fucking back, bro, yes, fucking sir. the party scene days, man. And yes, sir. Fucking you, you, you. I think out of everyone that I know, dog, you, you, man, the, the, the reason why I got a lot of love for you, like, I'll be honest with you, man, is that when I was at that shot with Rick, that's when we really, really, like, really, like, connected. Like, I had known about you, you know what I mean? But then when you went over there with Rick, and then when Rick did all that Swayze shit, you still stuck on, like, hey, my boy, I know you real and shit, you know? Yeah. And, um, man, for me, dog, that, that shit meant a lot, because a lot of motherfuckers turned their back on me when I when I took off from Rick's place, you know what I mean? When all that bullshit went down, you know? And It's, it's one of those situations, dog, that I don't always have to be the leader. But I also really don't want to follow people. So yeah. even though my relationship with Flick came first, mm-hmm. it wasn't. I. You did nothing wrong 
yeah. in your guys' business relation that, that I was able to witness. You always did right by me. You yeah. always were respectful to me. You talk, you, you welcomed me into that shop like family. I walked yeah. in there and I was always comfortable and you were a part of that whole vibe. Yeah. So I had no reason to like cut you off because things went south with Rick. Yeah. That, that's your guys' business. Yeah. I don't have to pile on. I'm not some I'm not somebody that has to be a cheerleader for anybody. Yeah. So I wasn't gonna go, oh well, flick left, fuck him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna do all that. No, that's that, yeah. that's unnecessary. As men, we should be able to stand on what we yeah. believe, on what how we feel, and not ride ride on other people's coattails and be like, Oh, okay, Rick, yeah, uh, I love you. Let let me listen let, let me listen to what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, yeah. and let me be clear, he didn't badmouth you or anything. Oh, it didn't, no, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. Want, so I don't know if yeah. he did to other people. He no, he did. He did, man. He never it, it, you to me. Ended up bad with him, but then again, you know what I mean? Like, it, it is what it is, man. I, I don't even, I don't even hold nothing against that guy. You know what I mean? Like, whatever he's doing, what he's doing, it didn't affect me whatsoever. You know, and as a matter of fact, you know, a lot of greatness came from that shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here right now. You know? Yeah, it, de- it definitely. You were able to build a lot of. Uh, the foundation yeah. of what you do. Yeah. And um, I, it, it helps. All those issues, any little problems that you may have, yeah. um, it definitely, it yeah. builds you to the character that you are now. So even though it probably was a sad time, some mm-hmm. shit went down that probably made you uncomfortable, sad, depressed, who knows how extreme it got to a certain point. Yeah. Um, fighting through that shit helped you get to where you're now, business owner, yeah. father, all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. Oh, all right. I was going to say something. Oh, no, no. Go, go ahead, dog. Interject. You know, one thing that, like, you know, you talked about getting out of that and, you know, really starting to be on your own and stuff like that. Like, I was listening to something the other day, and it was, I think it was Kevin Hart talking talk to Joe Rogan. He said, he said, getting up every day and doing what you do, but still being stuck in the same position, knowing that you're trying to be better, like, that's hard. Mm-hmm. He's like, but still knowing that you're gonna be better and it's something that's gonna come out of it, that's the only thing you can do. You just continue to push forward, bro. And I live by that, bro, because that's yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's hard, dude. Because yeah, yeah. for someone like myself, bro, I don't have a whole lot of followers on my podcast, but I'm still trying to be the best at it that I can do. You know, I'm still trying to do more. I'm still trying to branch more because I know it's gonna pay off one day. You know what I mean? And I know eventually it's just gonna get to for, where I need to be. You know? For me, for me, it's really like you just gotta believe in yourself, bro. Like. uh you know, I, I started, even now, man, I, I even trip out because um, I'm about, like, a year on YouTube, you know? And, um, man, I got, I've got i been reached out by so many sponsors, bro, and I even tell them, like, hey, man, you know, I don't really have that many that many followers or subscribers, you know? They're like, yeah, but you drop content constantly, and that content gets listed, like, on YouTube, you know what I mean? And we do a search. And you pop up. So that's why we're like, we see your potential. We see what you are doing. Like, we see what what you're capable of. And, like, you know, we, we want to catch you <laughs> before we can't catch you anymore, you know? Yeah. And and you just got to believe in yourself, man. Um, I'm telling you, man, there was times when, like, you know, I wanted to quit YouTube, you know? Like, I was like, man, fuck this shit. Like, I really don't want to do this shit no more. Like, but it, it, it it's not about... Uh, it's called it's called delayed gratification. Delayed gratification is when you kind of like you, you're investing like a four hundred one k. You know you're not gonna touch it until like when you're like sixty, seventy years old. So that's what YouTube and that's what what we're doing. 
podcast is all about. It's delayed gratification. We got to put in the work so, to see the results down the line if you stay consistent. I think a lot of people struggle with that. Everybody wants that instant gratification. Everybody mm. wants to. Everybody wants to see the results right now. That one day at the gym, baby. Yeah. One day at the gym. Yeah. Why didn't I lose ten pounds? Well, yeah. this doesn't work that way. You nah. got to invest in yourself. You got to invest in a process. And a lot of people struggle with that. And it sounds easy. Oh, I could do that shit. I could do that shit. Once you see the amount of time <laughs> something takes yeah. to see anything, even if it's just a little bit, that yeah. one inch off your waist, yeah. that that first hundred bucks in your savings account. Um, yeah. it, it gets a little depressing. It's frustrating, but I don't think we ever do a good job. And this is speaking as from what I see being in a Hispanic community, mm. seeing kids that are brought up by Latino parents. So a lot of them are first generation Americans. We look at a lot of these, these families are working for today. We have to figure out how to survive today. Oh, son, uh, we need help. And I don't want to sound like it's a, a stereotyping, but let's face it. My, my, the guy that cuts my grass at my house is a, is a Mexican man, like a lot of people. But, hey, son, we need help this Saturday. Uh, come, come work with the family, uh, the family business, as opposed to having them go to some after-school programs, as mm. opposed to them playing sports. All that stuff is an investment. It's a way to mm. teach them discipline, not just a way to teach them how to work hard in, in, in a menial job. You know, there's other things that we miss out on because we're just trying to survive today. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that, man. That's something wrong with the with the Hispanic community is that, you know, the, uh, it, it's like, you know, when you graduate from high school, I, I remember, like, I, I wanted to do music, and my mom was like, nah, man, you know, go to school, go learn this, you know, go and then to do something I didn't want to do. But it's like, oh, they're going to they're gonna pay you good, you know what I mean? Man, what about doing what I love, you know? We, we, we I, I've seen this also a lot. Parents will get stuck on a certain ideal or idea of what you're supposed to be in order to be successful without understanding that that doesn't work for everybody. Not everybody can learn computers. Yeah. Not everybody can learn how to be a mechanic. But there is a lot of different avenues to success. Mm-hmm. And a lot of parents aren't flexible enough. They don't want to realize that, hey, maybe this isn't meant for my son. Maybe this isn't meant for my daughter. And it's a struggle. It's a, it's a real struggle because I see it all the time. Uh, working with kids, you see the constant struggle that these kids are in with the path that their parents want them to take to the path that they want to take. And they're kids. But sometimes mm-hmm. they're going to do some stupid shit. They're going to just make some dumb mistakes in general. But a lot of them will know. Hey, I'll never be a uh, I'll never be a computer programmer. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be Steve Jobs, and that's totally fine. But there's a lot of parents that are stuck with that idea. You have to do this, 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 and that to end up here, and that's it. Yeah. As opposed to understanding that there's an A path, B, C, D, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and. All right. So you got to hear a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today, and probably any other day. Uh, what we're going to be doing here, if you weren't able to ca- uh, catch it in that little bit of a clip, is the world's a crazy place. Uh, that's a pretty, that's a, a cliche, pretty much. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and kind of give you our viewpoint as Latino men growing up in an urban area. Yeah, yeah. So definitely. Um, 
Coda just cut that part. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I stopped because yeah. I seen him come in, so yeah. I didn't want to uh, get get it too. All right. So just in case you didn't figure it out from that clip, uh, we're going to be talking about life, life and all of its challenges, um, but from a little bit of a different viewpoint than you're probably familiar with. Um, both myself and Flick, uh, we are Hispanic men that grew up in urban areas. Now, is that some unique thing? No, but we wanted to give you guys a chance to see our perspective. One thing that you don't get to see a lot of here, or not just here, but in, in media, movies, and how we actually see life, how we view problems that come up in this world from the way that we grew up. You know, we, we have a lot of people that are doing very smart things in podcasts and YouTube, but they're not really talking about issues. When you see a lot of Latinos on media, you see them because they're funny. They're doing something goofy. Um, or big simps. Yeah. <laughs> big simps. Yeah. You know, or, on some simp shit, you know. Or you or, or they see or they see us like you see our, our, our beautiful Mexican weather women. Yeah. I see more. Yeah. Uh, of our beautiful weather women than I do of any of any Latino talking about any serious issue, right? That anybody really wants to hear about. Um, so what we're going to be trying to do is kind of just shed some light on some awesome issues that, that we face when it when it comes to everything, from growing up where we did, from dating to how we live as men now. So what we're going to do at this point is we're going to go ahead and give you a little bit of a introduction to us, get, get to know a little bit about our background. And so you can kind of see that even though me and Flick, we've known each other for a lot of years, we're in very different places in our lives. We've had very different experiences, but we're still able to connect to one another. And that's something that we need to really work on, all of us. All of us, uh, a lot of us Latinos need to find a way to unite. We need to find a way to build each other up. And it's something that we just do a shitty job up to this point. So, Flick, why don't you tell the beautiful people? I hope some of them are beautiful, hopefully. Yeah, they're all beautiful, man. We at Raza are the beautiful people, man. You know, even hablando en español, the love words sound a lot better than English, you know? So, our purpose of this podcast is to pretty much, you know, empower all the men out there, you know, and represent what we are, where we come from, you know, bring back, you know, uh, devotion and dedication and taking pride and what we do as Latino men, you know, and I think over the years, man, we, we, we forgot where we come from, you know. A lot of us became cocos, you know. We think we think that <laughs> that we're too high class, you know, but todavía hablamos español, and we're still here representing raza, and that's what we do. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to empower you guys, look out for one another, give that brotherly love, that, you know, hermanos unidos, and, um, you know, we, we, we could also do a lot of fucking around, too, a lot of joking around, you know, experiences that we live. I know David, he's gone through a lot. I've gone through a lot, you know, uh, and I want to share with all you guys. As one, one of the major factors, you know, affecting us Latino men is is uh, a lot of you guys are, are trying to be dancing monkeys. And, you know, we see that a lot, you know, in Hollywood, you know, uh I, I guess we, we became like those clowns, you know, we became those people that, that are big simps now. And one of the reasons why we started this podcast is because we, we want to take it to that level and let you guys know where we come from, that we're not all like that. You know, we all take pride in what we do. We all, you know, live in an abundance mindset, uh, you know, and um, 
you know, me and Dex, we we've been we've been at this for quite some time. You know, we both have different backgrounds. I come from, you know, background, uh, business background. David comes from, you know, family background, and you know, he's gonna tell you about some of his struggles, some of my struggles, and and how we build each other up, and how we've been just supporting each other throughout all these years. You know, even though, you know, we we were connected through social media, but somehow, some way. We always connect and, and we always say like, "Hey man, let's let's start something." You know, this hasn't been like the the first time that that we connected. We connected a few years back when David started his own brand. You know, uh, so short. Just, just with that, real quick, bro. I like that you mentioned the, the benefit of social media mm-hmm. because it seems like everybody always wants to talk about how dangerous social media is. They want to cry about all the the pressures that social media causes, dude. Social media for the most part, has been great for me. Yeah, it's, 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 it's great, great to connect. Re- it's yeah. a great resource with people. Yeah, it's very, very... The, the, the way that you can reach people from across the world right. to do business deals, uh, just to figure stuff out. My, my it, brand, oh. my, my brand strategic, uh, you know, the, the brand that, that I started up, where I started in this whole business world, is it, it, it's a brand that is solely successful through social media. I did not get where I got to without social media, Instagram. When I launched my first, you know, strategic page on on Instagram and back into 2011, 2011. you know, uh, promoting, promoting, people reached out. I was able to get accounts, you know, worldwide through Instagram, you know, through Facebook, you know, and um, social media is great. You know, it's just how you want to use it. You, you You could look at it in two different ways, as a tool to have fun, as a way to have fun or as a tool for business. And I, I used it for business. Even now, I, everything that I post is all business. It's to promote my business, to get the word out there that I am doing a business. You know, and some people waste their time on it. Some people use it, you know, to just chase ass and, and you know, like girls' pics and shit and be a thirsty dude. But the real smart ones... They use it to conduct business, and there's been so many people that have become millionaires out of social media, you know? Expanding their reach. Exactly. Otherwise, you, you, before social media, before all these resources became just, you know, accessible on our hands with these phones, people used to have to spend thousands exactly. of dollars or thousands of hours doing uh, street marketing, handing exactly. out flyers, doing stuff like that that wasn't always attainable for everybody. Yeah. For a lot of us that are trying to survive, mm-hmm. even if we wanted to, even if we had the will to, sometimes there's not 10 hours to do some exercise shit. Because we're working 8, 10, 12-hour days at a real job to pay real bills. Yeah. Then to also try to fit in another 10 hours along with sleep, taking care of kids. And well, just whatever. sometimes you just need some time to decompress and just fucking chill, watch a ball game, something. So you can get so much more done now in a limited amount of time doing this stuff. And we just fucking rather just sit around and let people cry, complain, mm-hmm. cancel shit on every social media site. Yeah. It, it's absurd. Like just because people don't have an opinion that you like or people getting, bu- a couple people get bullied. And let, let me let, have this understanding. Bullying people isn't okay. And it's not okay if a kid is getting bullied. No. But we, we spend so much time focusing on the bad that's why everybody has a bad taste in their mouth. So many people walk around so goddamn salty. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because all the worst shit about this world is always pushed right in our faces. Yeah. So it's like 
dude, there's so much fucking beautiful shit going on. Are yeah. things perfect? Fuck no. no. Things are nowhere near perfect. Nah. But we have so much shit to look forward to. We have so much shit that we could be doing. And we just spend so much goddamn time complaining about everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, th- 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 this all goes back to, like, you know, uh, man, I, I'm, I'm just going to call it. This all goes back to, to growing up. I don't know when, at what point in time. I think it was in the early 2000s when people just became so emotional and people became so, like, offended, you know? And um, I think it, it had it had a lot to do with with you know when when you're when you're a kid and you know you're in the t-ball team and, and you know it, it's the last game and you know you won first place but that other team won second place and some kid cried and complained about like how he didn't get a trophy and now that mother complained and then now they made it a big deal. I think that's when it started. I think that's that's when it when all this really really started. It was. When that kid felt left out because he didn't win first place because he didn't even put effort into it, you know he's a loser, you know. Oh, and 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 he and he he, so he, harsh. he <laughs> oh no yeah you yeah it's real because you know there can't be a winner if there isn't a loser. We can't all be winners sometimes. I mean, I took L's, you took L's. Oh yeah, shit, I took major L's, bro. And you know we all took major losses in life, and you need. To be a loser to become a winner. If you if you don't know how if you don't know how it feels to be a, a loser, you will never become a winner. You know that 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 that's my opinion, uh, Dex. I don't know how you see it, but for me, knowing that uh, being humiliated for being a loser made me made me become great because I always think back like you know what, even me losing a girl to somebody, yeah. You yeah. know, I was like, man, you know what? The next girl, man, that that comes my way, shh, man, I'm going to get on my purpose, man. I'm going to make sure that there ain't no competition next time. I'm going to make sure that I'm the top dog. You know what I mean? It's one of those situations like that there's even that sports, uh, it's a saying. And you learn more from losing than you do winning. So oh, when yeah. you're winning, when things go right for you, you feel like you're doing everything the right way. Mm-hmm. Which may not be the truth. Things just might be falling in line for you a certain mm-hmm. way. But when you lose, you're going to have to take a step back, strategize, and mm-hmm. go, okay, what do I do from here? Yeah. So it, there's a lot of positives that come from losing, feeling that pain, feeling that humiliation. Um, and a lot of people struggle with allowing their kids to do that. But I would have to say... Raising kids, that could be an episode all in itself. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Don't, so don't so even, we, we probably we don't want to get too deep on that. Um, but what I think we should kind of hear about right now is give us a little background information to you. How did you get to where you're at now? Uh, what sparked your interest in going down this path? So take us back 15 years, young, sexy, teenage flick. <laughs> What, what 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 inspired you to get to this point? Um, for me, for me, man, um, it all started. I would say like I was seventeen years old, and how we how we met after hours. Uh, when I started after hours, which was our party crew guys, you know, uh, back in the days, LA party scene, woo, you know, representing. Back in those days, we were getting into a lot of shit. Um, a lot of my friends were dying. A lot of people were, were, a lot of my people were getting gunned down, beat up. You know what I mean? It was our senior year in high school, and 
me and my boy, we were like, you know what, man? We're, I'm tired of getting killed, man. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die out here, man. I'm not going to allow any one of my boys to die anymore. You know, we had just had took major L's. We had took major, major L's. And we decided, like, you know what? Uh, let's start a party crew, man. Let, let's just start partying. Like, forget all this madness. Let's put the guns down and let's just start partying. And let's see who who's going to come with us. You know, anyone that wants change, come with us. So we started throwing parties. That was my introduction to the business world. I saw by throwing those parties and charging what we charge, what you remember was like 10 bucks, 20 bucks a head. Plus Depending the, on location. Plus the Nas, you oh, know. Yeah. Man, we used to make out like a bandit, $3,000, $4,000 a night. For the record, I never did Nas. <laughs> I Just did. for the record. I did. I never, not once, but people didn't want to believe me. I did. I never did Nas. That wasn't my thing. Oh, come on, Dex. Bro. Yeah. I had, I literally have caught people from fainting from that shit. After you catch a few homies, few of the homegirls, it just wasn't that desirable for me. <laughs> it just, I didn't want to hope and pray that somebody caught my ass before I busted my face on some cement. You know what? I, I never passed out. You know, I, I used to control myself, man. I used to actually, when it came down to the Nas, I was either sitting down in a car. I was never standing up. I was always like, you know what? I got to catch myself. Let me sit down. Or, you know, I was, you know, just like chilling. But, uh, you know, I did mess around with it. It, it was, you know, I'm not going to lie. That's that's something that I used to enjoy doing. You know, at that time, I was 17 years old. But uh, that, that's when it all started for me. That's when I was introduced to this business world and knowing that I was making more money doing parties than working. Like my job when I turned 18, I used to work at a car dealer. I was getting paid like minimum wage was like six bucks. And then. We would throw parties. I think six fifty at that time, dog. Yeah, six fifty. Six like fifty, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And in two thousand and three, two thousand and four, yeah, it was about six fifty. And um, I remember making so much money on a Friday night doing what I love. And to me, that was like, oh my god, I was able to do so much. And when after I was over, and I had to like become a man, um, I ended up doing a clothing store. And, you know, uh, I ended up partying up. I love that clothing store, dog. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, bro. I used to yeah. kick it over there a lot. Yeah, man. I miss that clothing store. Yeah, that, that place, man. It, now it, I think it, it's it like a great. vitamin shop. No, it's actually an insurance place now. Actually. Is it insurance? Yeah, yeah. There's a vitamin spot yeah. somewhere near there, dude. Yeah. Like a Mexican uh, fucking herb place. Yeah. No, I, I passed through like maybe maybe about a month ago. It was some insurance place. But every time I, I drive through there, it was memories, dude. Always like, man, I get these memories because that's where it all started for me. That's when I was introduced into the fashion world through that clothing store. And it was my boy that actually, the dude that introduced me to the guy that's actually back there hanging out by himself, the Julian. That's when I met my boy Herb. And my boy Herb, he had his clothing brand. And I was carrying it. And it's actually his brand did really, really good at my um, shop. Elay Apparel. Elay, there you go. That was my boy. And, and me and him. Is he still doing Elay? Yeah, he's still doing Eli. That's cool. Yeah, I'm going to have him come down here one time and just, you know, bullshit, shoot the shit with us when he's there. There'll definitely be a good episode. Yeah. You just talk about more about the clothing. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Because yeah. I've done stuff on a small scale for yeah, my yeah. niche little yeah. thing. But, yeah, it'll be good to see what yeah. you guys. So we used to carry major brands. And I met all the all the, all the the major brands. We used to go to trade shows. And, and I was really connected. I, I got really connected into the fashion world. Met, met a bunch of good people, man. That when, this, when that partnership fell down um 
I kept in touch with all these buyers and all these brands, and they'd be like, hey, man, Flick, why don't you do a brand, man? Why don't you do a clothing brand? Nah, man, you know, I, I ain't ready, you know? Uh, it was around the time when I felt that business. It was around the time when I was breaking up with my baby mama. I had just had my son, you know? I had just had my son. That's a lot of mixed emotions, dog, for, yeah. for your son to be coming, mm-hmm. and then things kind of falling apart mm-hmm. there with the business and with... Oh, yeah. Man, I went through depression, bro. I went through... I don't even think she even had postpartum. I had postpartum. And that's something that people got to talk about. Men also get postpartum depression, believe it or not. Mental health is not something you know? that nobody wants to talk about no. in the hood, dog. And we're going like to talk for, about for, it. For, for any race, yeah. dude. Like, whether whether it be Hispanic, Asian, blacks, no, don't nobody want to talk about no. our mental illness, bro. Nah, we're going to talk about it because I went through it. Trust that's me. That's a lot of the problems like, society that I have right now because no one... They're afraid to speak up about it. They're yeah. afraid to really talk about how they feel because they feel that they're going to get, um, acu- not accused, but ashamed. Sh- shame. shame. Especially but, with Hispanic people, yeah. man. Like, I know, man, I mean, you know, I love my mom, man. My mom's the greatest. But sometimes, like, I, I really want to talk to her to let her know, like, just to vent. It should be like, nah, man, like, you know, ah, like, toughen up, you know, like, because it's always been tough love with my mom, you know. Uh, and, you know, actually, I thank her for that because... That tough love is actually how I made it, uh, you know, you know, through this cold world, you know, because sometimes we need that tough love, you know, not not everything's all Christmas and Clover and shit. So, you know, um, yeah, I went through postpartum, man, uh, real bad. I remember, man, I, I was I was laying down with my baby mom and seeing my son born, and I would say like, God, that's it, like this is it for me, like, man, like that's it, man. There's nothing more. This is what I'm gonna end up being. I'm gonna end up being just a in a one room shack, my kid and my girl, and I don't even know if she even loved me, you know. And um, that's that, you know. And then uh, through my boy Herb, you know, we got together and we made strategic. Then my other boy that he used to have another clothing brand back in the days, you know what I mean. And uh, and well, well, just real quick, so people know that are listening, strategic. Is your clothing brand? Yeah, that's my like, kind of lifestyle brand that you have now. Yeah, yeah. Just so strategic, we can specify yeah. that, so we can kind of see the whole. Yeah, strategic is my lifestyle brand that that I have that it's going on ten years, and uh, that's my baby right there, you know. And uh, that's actually the brand that got me started, that got me into places. Even even now, uh, you see, with business, you always evolve. See, you see how, how I went from after hours to strategic, strategic, and then. In 2015, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. In 2015, I took a big hit, you know. I took a big hit for mismanagement, mismanaging the way that I did business, you know. And I completely, like, lost grip of everything, you know. And um, believe it or not, man, I, I, I was bankrupt 2015. I, I was, fuck, I can't, I can't even, you know, I, I, I talk about this because, you know, I always want to be transparent, but I was doing really bad, you know. Then I met my boy Ben, Ben Frank, and he, he he put me under his wing, and he took me out to San Bernardino out there. And in San Bernardino is where I was introduced to corporate America, to believe it or not. And out there in the IE where is where I met a lot of business multimillionaire people that I would have never met if it wasn't for my boy Ben. And, you know, I thank him for that because he took me under his wing and he told me, you know what? You're underappreciated out there in LA, but I'm gonna build you up out here in the IE, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna I'm gonna 
we're going to reach our full potential. And um, we partnered up and created of our creative, which is a sign that you see out there in that door. Of our creative is a is pretty much a brand, uh, pretty much a collective of my knowledge and his knowledge. He's been a, a artist for 21 years, you know, working with big brands like Famous Stars and Straps and designing for major, major clothing brands. You know, you think all them people that got that famous stars and straps F had it on them. You think they're regretting that today? Yeah, I don't even know. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. that had that shit, dude. Yeah, it was a well, five-year period it, where it, it everybody was. had that shit tattooed on them. It, it is still a badass F. It is, you but know? now how do you explain that it's a extinct clothing brand uh, right. from? Right, I know. Right, was it Travis Barker? Yeah, Travis Barker. Well, no, Tra- Travis Barker didn't. He was just the, the face. Like he, he was just. Uh, he wasn't really like kind of like the owner, I believe, but he he was one of them, you know, just like that that dude from uh, Ridiculousness, uh, you know, in DC. Bob Durdick. Yeah, yeah, in, in D- DC. Durdick. That's how you say yeah. it. Yeah, he, he's like the face of D. He was the face of DC for a while, you wow. know. Yeah, for a good minute. He's yeah. still always wearing uh, DC yeah, he's still stuff. Yeah, no? I haven't I seen that. Show I haven't seen Ridiculousness in a while, but yeah, he was wearing weird. it all the time. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's how you, that's how you get a brand going. So when my boy took me under his wing, man, that that's. That's when when uh, I started valuing my life. I started seeing like how valuable I was. You know, everyone over here when I was in LA and, and I, I dealt with really people that didn't know my value. I was underappreciated when I went over there, man. I was working for multi million dollar brands, setting my price the way I wanted to. And they're like, "Go ahead, man. Do what you need to do. We we trust your talent, and that, that's where why how you see me now. Self improvement." I lost weight. I got on my purpose because I was dealing with all that depression from all those years. You know what I mean? Of of just, I could say like the last ten years, man. I was I was walking through the desert, bro. And um, when I came out to LA, like the, the only reason why I came back to LA was, you know, uh, for my dude, my dude Julian, that put me together with with Ben to put him on. And what we doing, you know, to, 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 you know, as, as a, as a partner and we partnered up and we came back to LA to make something bigger happen, you know, cause we already, we already got the IE unlocked, you know, now it's time to come back to LA and pretty much, uh, connect with everyone that we need to connect. This pandemic actually helped us out. Like a lot of businesses went away, but for us, it actually helped us out. So, you know, that, that's the background that I come from, uh, you know, um, in this business world, it wasn't easy. No, nothing, you know, like I said, 2015, I took a big hit. In 2008, I took a big hit when I lost my clothing store. But that's what business is all about. Business is about taking L's, taking losses. Um, did I cry? Fuck yeah, I did. Did I feel bad? Fuck yeah, I did. Did I want to quit? Fuck yeah, I did. Uh, to be honest, I, I don't even know. Sometimes I don't even understand why I keep pushing, but... I just have this this drive and I just have motivation to just you know when I'm when I'm not doing what I'm doing now I actually get depressed because I feel like I'm not fulfilling my purpose in life and when I'm doing this I actually I feel fulfilled like um for me um being on my purpose fulfills me like uh, no woman could ever fulfill me like that, man. Not pleasure, nothing. I just love doing what I'm doing. And guys that are listening out there, you know, sometimes you feel that empty void because you're not fulfilling your purpose in life. You know, uh, you might think that that you're happy, and then sometimes you feel like, man, is is, is this it? Is it for me? 
you know, and if you feel that, that's because you you're leaving something incomplete, and don't leave this world with that empty feeling. When you, if you're gonna check out, make sure you check out, knowing that, you know what, man, all the way up until my last day, I lived it up, all the way until my last moment of breath. I could honestly say, like God, if you want to take me, take me because I done did so much and I'm fulfilled. You know what I mean? Um, that that's one of the reasons why I do what I do. You know, and um, that's how I felt depressed when I was with my baby mom and I was just laying there, like, man, this is it. You know, so that you know, a lot of men go through that. You know, a lot of men they they they, they roam around unfulfilled. Well, you're not gonna make me cry over here, Flick. I'm just getting, getting emotional, dog. I got that one, that one single tear. Yes. So if you hear a random voice in the background, it is my unprofessional production guy here. He he de- he decided not to bring his own mic uh, set up. So yeah, he actually has a lot of good. Hey, he actually but, has but, a lot of good. To but say, yet though. you decide to talk sometimes. Oh, I'm sorry. There we go. Hey, yeah. I, I don't mind you talking, baby, but we just need you to have a mic. Yeah. Did you have a mic? Right, this is not amateur hour. Well, it kind of is. Yeah. Hey, so. Hey, bro, this is our first ever podcast. Hey, we're gonna make yeah. it work. We're gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, work. we're gonna make it work, man. We're gonna this, make this, it work, baby. This, this is our first podcast. We just, we just, right? You know, I know we're ranting, but you know, um, we're gonna be actually giving a lot of valuable information to build all you guys up because that, that's what we want to do. We wanna, we wanna transform you guys and make you guys become that better version of yourself. It doesn't necessarily need to be physically, but it, it, mentally, both. You know, whatever makes you feel, let, I want to let you guys know, man, that whatever you guys are going through, we're going through it too. Us, man, we, especially like Latinos that, you know, it's kind of hard to talk about shit like this. You know, but we're breaking barriers right here because we're going to let you guys know, man, we go through that shit. And we're not always going to get it right. Exactly. Now, this, this, everything that you're getting from us is going to be from our perspective from our life experiences and we hope that it'll help guide you guys out of some dark spots. We hope that it could entertain you on your drive home. Uh, we just want to give you guys somewhere where you can feel represented and I don't want, and you can, if you feel differently, flick, you could go ahead and let me know, but I, I didn't want this to become a Latino supremacist show. Nah, not it, at it's all. It's about empowering, empowering our, people, our people, helping yeah. us get through stuff that we don't always have the playbook on how to get out of, yeah. especially growing up the way we do. We don't often have people to talk to about certain things, um, but hopefully that we can help you guys with being able to collaborate not only with each other, because I'll tell you, we do a shitty job of supporting each other in our community. We do, man. We do a shitty job, but not only collaborating with ourselves, but collaborating with other races and helping improve all of our 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 spots in this world. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you guys right now, like a, a little story. I've been doing my brand for over ten years, and out of all the people I know, only about four people has reached out to me, and one of them is you, bro. When you reached out to me for 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 so sharp back in back in a few years back. You're actually one of the one of the few people that reached out like, hey man, let, I'm trying to do this brand. Let's do it. And that's why we're sitting here doing this podcast. You know what I mean? Because you're right. We we gotta support each other, man. And and, and great things came from that brand, bro, because look what you're doing now. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Good dude. things came you see what I'm saying? Like, but but you took initiative, like, you know what, man, I'm gonna hit my boy Flick up and now we're doing this. 
And there, there's there's this meme that I've been seeing on Instagram a lot lately. Is um, your friend will buy a water bottle for three bucks at the store because you wouldn't give it to them for fifty cents? Yeah, uh, I could be. Yeah. I'm, I'm not exact quoting it. Yeah, no, no. Or you yeah. could be selling a, a water uh, water for a dollar. And your friend will go buy it for three dollars because you won't give it to them for fifty cents. Yeah, and that is just—I'd much rather my money, which it's not plentiful. I don't have a bunch of money to be a, to throw around. But why not the money that I do need to spend? Why not give it to one of the homies? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And you took care of me. You, yeah, you, you yeah. gave me great deals on everything. Yeah, but I wasn't also asking you, hey. You give it to me. Yeah, for, no, uh, I know. Twenty five percent or nothing. Yeah, no, yeah, it was no. just, hey, dude, we have a relationship. Yeah. You took care of me. Yeah, exactly. And I, I kept, I keep my business with you. Even now, recently, I've come back again because yeah. now you're in a manageable yeah. location. Because yeah. before, I ain't going all the way to San Bernardino, dog. Yeah, no, I was far. I'm telling I ain't you, doing that shit. Yeah, but well, now you're in, a, you're in a yeah. reasonable location yeah. for me. And yeah. as soon as I found out you're back in the hood, all right, yeah. I'm coming on down. Yeah, no, man, we're back, man, and we we about we about to kill it, man. Twenty twenty one. We got we got a lot a lot of things going on, and I'm telling you, we, we got to support each other as, as Rasa, and, and I, I mean it too. I mean it, man, because there's so much shadiness like being thrown around, and it's like, you know, there's this, enough uh, that's gonna fill up a few episodes, I think. Oh yeah, the, the, the way we treat each other is fucking unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's sad, dude, and I don't know if it'll. I'll get into too much detail about this right now. This again. This could be a whole new episode in itself. But my uncle, my uncle, grown ass man, dog, just trying to take care of his family. Maybe not always makes the right decisions, but he does. This dude, he was. They were threatening to murder him. Just oh boy, all, all of a couple months ago, dog. Shit. He's grown, dog. He's in his mid thirties. Wow. He has kids. His wife. He's just trying to make money. But we're so goddamn ignorant, and we want to fucking fight each other for the dumbest shit. His life was threatened, bro. Damn, man. And that's just unacceptable. Like, why are we doing that to each other? Yeah. I'm not saying go out and kill other races either. That's nah. fucking, That's fucking insane. Yeah. But why, especially, why can't, why aren't we taking care of each other at bare minimum? Okay, you can't save the fucking world. Nah. But why are we doing it to our own people in our own neighborhoods? Yeah. It's absurd. Because I feel especially it's a certain time right now, people want to see you succeed. But they don't want to see you do better than them. Yeah. And that's a big problem that a lot of people don't have. I can't connect with that. See, I I agree with you. That doesn't even enter my mind. Nah, it, it, I it, love it when I see people doing yeah. well. Yeah. Do I wish I was doing better? Not better than them, but just better in general? Yeah. Absolutely. You should always want more. Yeah. If your homie's driving a, 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 a Benz, it's okay to say, damn, I wish I had that. Yeah. But it's not okay to be like, man, fuck him. He doesn't deserve that. That's that's yeah. awful, dog. I'm always happy for people. Yeah. And again, you could. I'm not a saint. I do nah. a lot of bad shit. I no make a lot is, of bad man. decisions. No one is. But I know in my heart, dog, that I don't fucking hate on people nah. for having more. Me. I love when I see people thriving. Uh, that fucking pumps me up, dog. Yeah, like, me too. That's fucking. Why, yeah. why would you want to? I don't understand the whole misery loves company shit, dog. It, it, that's it's just real, not, that's not in real. my oh it absolutely 100 percent is dog it's real but that just that's not in my dna dog yeah. i can't have that on my soul me neither if man. i'm having a bad day for me to want to drag other motherfuckers down dog you ain't you you don't deserve to live 
If you're walking around every day fucking a sad, sorry motherfucker, yeah, and you want everybody around you to be the same way. And you know, and, 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 and you know, you know that the reason why they're hating is, is is all their fault because of some stupid mistake they made or, or you know something that they that they've done. Because trust me, man, I, I'm not innocent. Like everything that has happened to me in my life has been my own fault because I put myself in that situation. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I take complete fully responsibility for all my shortcomings because I knew better, but I still fuck it. You know what? I'm going to do it. Even with it in, even in relationships, you know, I saw the red flags, but man, the pussy was so good. And here we go. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you know, that happens, you know, and, but everything that I've done in my life from all the way from, from falling down and picking myself up, I'm responsible for it because I did it to myself. When I was when I had health issues before my self improvement, I got there for why eating all that junk. When I sat there, like, oh man, it looks like you had a mini heart attack, man. Well, who could I blame? Myself. I've been feeding my body junk for the past twenty some years, and here I go. But I couldn't blame no one but myself. I sat there like in the hospital, like you know what? Either I change now, or I die. You know what I mean? I was I was diabetic, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, stressed the hell out. You know? It takes a lot to have those heart-to-heart conversations yeah. with yourself. Yeah. To realize that you're in a situation that you fucked up, but to be able to tell yourself that, all right, I need to make a change. It's easier to blame somebody else. Yeah. It's always oh, easier. Yeah. It's easier. It's easier. Like, I think for me, I never witnessed hate, really, until I, I, I did self-improvement. And I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it out there. I, I didn't witness. I know a lot of dudes hated me, like when I did strategic. But when I did self improvement, <laughs> I had women hating me. I had women like in their feelings, and and that's a whole nother subject on its own. Is doing self improvement how it affects the people that you live close to. You know what I mean? And, and everyone, because I mean, you see me now, D. You, you know when, when I was. It was five years ago, three years ago, man, I, I was I was very very overweight. You know what I mean? I, I was out of it. And um, it's a sensitive subject because I'm still well way overweight. No, you're you're good though. You see, <laughs> luckily I don't have any health problems. No, that's I good. I'm healthy. That's good. It is yeah. not okay for me to be this goddamn we, fat, we, but we, I am we, actually yeah. healthy. Yeah, all things considered, that's good. Not me, me. I, I, I yeah, tell you, you had I, a lot of. Yeah, I was I was already about the I was already on three medications, going on four medications. I was taking metformin, lisinopril. Uh, you know, Prilosec for heartburn, and I was taking, like, all this crap. And then I have real horrible sleep apnea. Like, the most horrible sleep apnea ever. You know what I mean? I, 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 was, I, was, on my, I was going on my deathbed, man. You know? Without me even, it was, like, silent, silently. Like, little by little, I was deteriorating, you know? But when I started self-improvement, is when I really felt the hate, because um, people they feel really comfortable within themselves and they like to compare themselves. And there's a lot of people that used to compare themselves to me and say, well, at least I'm not like Javi or at least I'm not like Flick, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm better than him, you know, but when I became better and started improving my life, they had no one to compare themselves to anymore because now I completely like wasn't even in their realm no more, you know? Yeah. And now they have to make either make a change in their life 
you know, because it, because it, they they were they were not in the in their in their in their best shape of their life. Because now they have they don't have no one to compare themselves to. You know, like you, you know what I'm talking about. Like, damn man, you know I, I know I'm doing bad, but damn, I, I ain't like Javi, man. That motherfucker got health problems and shit. You know, so I'm not, you know I'm all right. Yeah, but you know Javi ain't there no more. Flick ain't there no more because that motherfucker's working out now. You know. So I started feeling that from from a lot of my like family and a lot of like people, and then the girls that once used to ghost me and used to be like, oh, you know, used to diss me. Now they want they want, now they miss me and want to kiss me. You know, like Pac said, now they want to you know used to diss me. Now they want to kiss me. And you know, now hey. what's, what's that? Uh, Mike Jones? Yeah, back then, back, then, back hey. then they didn't want me. Now my, they, they all, all on me. me you yep. know, and then and then when I, YouTube. That that broke the barrier, bro. That right there. Woo! I just lost so many people, bro. I, I literally, like, I'm not even going to lie. I, I, with my business partner, I, I literally sat there and cried, man. Because a lot of these people that I lost, I thought they were real friends of mine. I really thought that they loved me, man. That's just crazy, dog, because why are you going to hold resentment towards somebody because they're trying to make moves? You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Oh, let's see. Because the old flick, if you remember, man, I used to let a lot of people take advantage of me. You've got, you've been done dirty yeah. a, a, few, a few times. And, and, when, when, and yeah. when, when they can no longer manipulate you, when, when they can no longer control you, then you become the enemy. Then you become like, well, I can't get nothing off this guy anymore. You know what I mean? So either I come correct, or I just turn my back on them, you know. And that goes for females and dudes, you know. When you when you can no longer manipulate someone, you're gonna get that. When you can no longer control no one, you're gonna get people. When no one can control you anymore, when they can't control your emotions, man, you're gonna get a lot of enemies, man. And I'm telling you that firsthand because it happened to me, you know. And now I don't, I could don't man with my friends. I don't even call them friends. I call them acquaintances. And my true friends are people that are here in this room that I conduct and do business with. If I'm not conducting business or doing something with you, you're really just an acquaintance. See, I'm in a very different situation uh, because I probably came to this realization maybe sooner than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were doing the party crew thing, I was in a different party crew. I had my own thing going on. And I had people in the party crew, people that I've known for years, Genuinely, I, I genuinely try to care about people. If you're in my life regularly, mm-hmm. I try to love you like family. Yeah, yeah, of and, course. And that's just yeah. my way. That's, mm-hmm. I, Same I, here. I've always, that's been, always that way, been that way, too. so I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. But then you start getting homies in the, in the circle mm-hmm. saying that, oh, Dex, is, uh, Dex thinks he's all bad. Dex thinks he runs shit. Dex thinks that uh, pretty much, pretty much like I'm trying to do everything for my own good. Mm-hmm. And producing the parties and getting the flyers done and doing all that shit. It was just a stress. Mm-hmm. But I was okay taking it on because I wanted everybody to fucking have a good time. Exactly. I like putting on these parties so my people from my little city could have a fucking good time and have something they could be proud of. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about arrogance for me. Nah, me neither, it, it man. Was, it was about me trying to do something for my people. Mm-hmm. My my boys, my, my girls that were fucking with me. And a lot of them ended up fucking hating hating me because I was trying to do right. Yeah. It wasn't about me getting trying to get a big head. It wasn't me thinking that I was better than other people. Mm-hmm. It was just me trying to make something happen 
and from our from our city that what well, that I'm from, party crews didn't come out of that city. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't our thing. We were a unique thing there. Yeah, other people tried to do it, little limited success. But people knew who we were in a very mm-hmm. limited amount of time because we stayed active, we rolled deep, we tried to do mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah. I remember that. After those experiences, mm-hmm. my circle got cut real. Small. Yeah. To, yeah. To this day, dude, I think I have, I think I only talked to about two dudes from that time period regularly mm-hmm. that are my home. Those are my boys. Two people. Other I'm cool with. Again, I don't harbor uh, harbor. Hard feelings towards anybody, mm-hmm. but they're not. We're not close like that. But I'll treat you with respect when I see you. We're we're straight again. I I don't like to hold on hold resentment towards nobody, but it still doesn't mean that I want to just let anybody in and be cool like that. So when you see somebody that hangs around me, that I allow them in. Uh, cause those are those are my people again. They're family yeah. again. Thing one here, our production guy. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what we're gonna call him yet. <laughs> but we're, we're figuring it out right now. He's thing one. We'll figure out a name. We'll, yeah. figure, we'll, out we'll a name. figure it out at some point. But he's family to me, yeah. and he's somebody that I've known since he was fourteen years old. He is ten years younger than me. But this is my boy right here. He's family. He's like a son, a nephew, a cousin, a yeah, right. brother, a homie. This is the, that. That's family right there, dog. Yeah. And so I'm one of those people that will love hard, dog. But yeah, me too. I, I don't let very many people in no yeah. more. No, I'm and the it's same been way. like that from a long way, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I'll run into somebody. Oh, have you talked to this person? No. Have you talked to this person? Yeah. No. And I even do it with family, dog. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't, I don't talk to like blood relatives. Yeah. I don't have like nobody left no more because I just. You're on your own. They, they they never looked out for me. They never mm-hmm. came checking on me. And I was one of the younger ones. There's maybe about three or four of us that were a little younger. But nobody ever really checked out on how me and my family was doing. So I just kind of moved on. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? I, I just, I can't have feelings for people that are not in my life. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's just, it's it's a weird situation that I find myself at my age. Um, I'm in my early 30s, by the way. Yeah, just, just for the record, I'm in my early. Thir- well, I'm in my mid thirties now. Wait, but... no, I think I classify as mid thirties. I'm thirty four. <laughs> I'm thirty five. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, <laughs> I think I'm pretty much officially mid I, I forget my age now, dog. Yeah. Hey man, but I feel hey, up, bitch. honestly, man, I, I still feel young. I mean, it's, you're only as old as you feel, you know. Oh yeah, I feel pretty, pretty damn good, and we got good years. I left. still, I still put it down, you know. <laughs> but it still trips me out, dog. Fifteen years. What is that? Fifteen, sixteen years since yeah. high school. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I, I, I graduated in uh, 2003. Dang. That's what I was talking about. 05. You're 05? 05. I'm 03. Bro. Yeah, dude. So I just, with, with that experience, young dude, I was hurt by it, dog. I was legitimately hurt by motherfuckers thinking that I had bad intentions, bro. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. I don't I do not do things with bad intentions. Again, do I make, do I fuck shit up? Do I make mistakes and maybe make a bad decision? But I don't yeah. go into things with some devious fucking plan to fucking yeah, yeah. hurt people or nothing. Sometimes it happens because that's just life, man. You're going to fuck something up. But I don't go into things with bad intentions, and that's what they pretty much thought of me at that point. And I'm all like, dude, I didn't become the main head of this crew to fucking make enemies, dog. I just wanted mm-hmm. to have a good time with my boys, dog. Like, that's mm-hmm. all I wanted. And now you're just, just such a disconnect to the people that I was closest with growing up. Yeah, I'm very disconnected too, man. I'll be honest with you, I... And from the people that I grew up grew up with in the after hours, I only keep in touch with the ladies. And that's even a few of them, but the dudes, I, I hardly even talk to them anymore. You know, because we grew apart. Like, if, if I was to sit down in a room right now at a party, 
And the conversation wouldn't even be the same. We, we wouldn't even have nothing to talk about. They'll probably still be talking about cocaine and weed and, and bitches and shit like that. I'll be talking about business. Like, hey, man, hey, let's make this move. Hey, let's do this. Conversation will be totally different that we we won't even... Like, I tried kicking it with my dude the other day. Like, no, not even the other day. Like, two, three years ago. And we tried to go out to a bar and, you know, uh dude pulls out, like, a little eight ball. Jesus. Like... Yeah, at a bar, like, you know. Hey, fool, you, you want to hit this shit? Hell no, nah, dog. That ain't my thing no more, man. Come on now. And then he's all night, coked the fuck out. Uh, you feel very uncomfortable just, just hanging out with the dude, you know. And um, I, I had a date with me that day. And I even bought a date for him, you know. And she wasn't even freaked out by him. Like, damn, man, this dude just took a whole eight ball to the dome. Like, oh. That's wild, dog. But see, I, but, but, but see, like, you know. I can't imagine some shit like that, dog, because, I, <laughs> I, know, again, I'm 34, right? Yeah, 34. I fucking always forget my age. Um, you know? I, if I get drunk, you know, I'm hurting for three days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nah, nah, don't fucking exaggerate either, bitch. Don't make me out to be a fucking punk either. But it does take me a few days to fucking recover. No, now. me too, man. Right, hey. you know. Four beers and two shots. He called yeah. me the next one. He's like, I fucking can't do this. No Shut your ass. <laughs> I know so I can't. Why are you keeping track of my alcohol intake? First I know, off. right? <laughs> why, why are you kind Are you my wife? Hey, bro. I'm hey, come, statement, come okay? sit on my lap, hey, baby. I'm come on. Statement, hey, statement, if you're if you're counting my fucking drinks, like, I expect you to sit on my lap and I fucking know, love me. Come here. Hey, bro. Hey, bro, I'm just helping you make sure that you get your count right, all right? <laughs> Either way, it takes a few days, dog. I remember I used no, to be able too. to sleep two hours and go to work. Go to work, day, yeah. Oh, man, you're, I remember those nights, man. I remember those party nights where it was, we'll party on a Sunday, strawberry Sunday. Fucking <laughs> strawberry Sunday. <laughs> we used to do strawberry Sunday. We, we used to party Friday, Saturday. House party Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, strawberry Sunday. And then Sunday, Sundays. and then I'd go to work. And I, I, I used to go into work at, at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'd get home at 6 o'clock. No, 5 o'clock in the morning, fit two hours of sleep into one, and then drive to Downey. I used to work at this car dealer. Hung the fuck over, just like, man, what's wrong with this guy? I used to pull up my manager, used to be like, hey, uh, you all right, man? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. What's, what's going on? All right, just making sure, man. You okay to drive? Like, yeah, man. <laughs> you know I'm good. Bro, no, I used to go still sweating the alcohol out, dog. <laughs> Me too. I was working for the, I was working for the bank. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, Mr. Spencer. Oh, man. Mr. Hey, Spencer. Rest, rest, rest in peace, Mr. Spencer, Spencer. Oh, man. my God. Mr. Spencer is the dude that got me started in doing websites, bro. Yeah. That was my first client. And I sent them to you. And you sent them to me. Yeah, that's it's, right, baby. That's hey, right. Rest, rest in peace, man. When, 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 I heard about, dude, man, man. when I heard about Mr. Spencer, man, man, I was heartbroken, man. He was a good dude, man. Yeah. He, just, he came into some money because somebody passed away. And man. he... he he just he treated everybody good, dog. Yeah, Even though he was, a good he was dude, finally man. out the trailer park. Yeah, he, he was just treating people good, dog. Man, I remember Mr. Spencer. Man, I, I have for, completely forgot about that, bro. How you connected me to my first web design client? Yeah, Mr. Spencer. Rest in peace. Yeah, Mr. Spencer. Wherever you at? Man, yeah, but thank you. You're welcome. You know, he hey, he made it happen for me, man, and he paid me good, man. Yeah. He he was like those guys. Hey man, I, I'm gonna pay you what you deserve. And we made it happen, bro. He was a solid dude, man. I used to like visiting sports. his business because yeah. he opened up. He opened up a storefront, man, and he was just he was just a happy dude, bro. And yeah, it was, it was a real sad time that. for me. I was still at the bank when 
when I got word that he passed away. Oh, I my think, God. Uh, yeah. Who came in? Was it a son or daughter? I can't remember because now we're going back already a little over 10 years. Yeah. This was, but, no, this was like 2007, 2008, bro. When he passed, was it that long ago that he passed? Yeah, 2009, around there. I, I could be wrong, though. I already had my son, though. So, yeah, it was it was past 2009. I, I left the bank in 2011. So, he died yeah. before that. So, somewhere yeah, yeah. between two, 2009 yeah. and 2011. You yeah. left the bank and then went straight to uh, you working out? I left the bank in early 2011. And then, at the uh, towards the end of... No, I got to... Sorry. Uh, yeah, I edit that one. I got to... My job in 2012. In 2012 is where I got I got on my job. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But yeah, so back to the original point, we started reminiscing know, about Mr. Spencer. Spencer. Rest in peace, um, by the way, yeah, Mr. Spencer. Uh, I would drink till late, sleep a couple hours, and then go go work at the bank. And my manager would walk around. <laughs> And I have to walk away from him, dog. I have to go act yeah. like I'm getting making copies yeah, or throwing shame, some shit bro. away, dog. Because I didn't want him to smell me, dude. Because it's bad, bro. I was like, nah, I can't. I can't get caught by the boss. I've done that a couple times. It, it was bad, bro. It was, it was bad, and <laughs> I don't know where. I think I was about 25. I was like, oh, I can't do that shit no more. And we always would fuck up though, because we'd party, and then we always had to go to Tams afterwards. Oh God, Tams yeah. was our spot in Tam, Paramount. Yeah. We did we did the one in Linwood and same thing and we and we <laughs> look at you all whitewashed. Hey, we, oh, I'm sorry. we did hey, oh, I'm sorry. we did Denny's we did Denny's like in my in my uh, twenty six all the way through thirty. We're like hey yeah hey, let's go to Denny's you know now because I was I was with more sophisticated people. You know? <laughs> sorry, like Denny's was the sophisticated spot. <laughs> the sophisticated oh, no, hey I'm because like, there's the, there's hey no there's sophisticated, sophisticated it's, it's, it's okay. Hey, but but you know why too? Because they're, green they're, they're, they're open. They're open twenty four hours, you know. So you're like, hey man, we're it's four in the morning. And I think you'll feel a lot better if you eat Denny's yeah. than you will Tams if you wake up the next one. I think I'm not on two hours sleep. You shouldn't yeah. feel, feel shitty regardless. Not I think the last hours. time, uh, I think the last time I went to Denny's, man, it was a real bad experience. I was with my brother in law, my sister. We had just came out of uh, adults only that bar, adults only in downtown LA. <laughs> it's bad. It's crazy over there. So then we ended up going to, to Denny's. And then my brother-in-law was so messed up, man, that he ate his food, and then he just yacked it all out. Like, man, the waitress looking at us like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, oh, man. I feel bad for her because I know she had to clean all that up. Now, you know what was a pretty bomb spot, though, back then? Now, I don't like the food there. Tacos del Unico. Oh, yeah, they used to be all right. Tacos del Unico was pretty bomb but yeah. back, back in the, the mid-2000s. I haven't had Tacos Unico in maybe like 20 years, bro. It's been maybe about 10, and I haven't mm-hmm. went back since it's just not as good no more. No, I, I, it's been 20 years. Or maybe I, I was young and ignorant and didn't know no better. Nah, there's always better spots, you know, but uh, I used to like Tacos Unico. The, the one right there in Compton, right? Yeah. yeah. Was that Rosecrans and Long Beach? Rosecrans and Long Beach. Rosecrans and yeah, Long Beach. That, that was the OG one. I used to grab a shitload of tacos, just devour them. There used to be a real good spot. You know, I haven't been there, though, years. Yeah, I, I didn't like it the last time I went. Yeah, really? it's been about 10 years. Dog. Oh, you know, I'm man. just like, nope. Yeah, I haven't been there in years, man. I don't even go down that area. I haven't been there in years. But, yeah, anyway, man, um, that's crazy, man, you know, um, how life is sometimes. And we're here connected again. 
Yeah. You, know? you, you we, never really know how things are just going to work themselves out. Like, mm. this wasn't some fucking long-ass plan. You, mm. The last time I came and seen you to pick up some shirts, uh, you told me that you were interested in doing a podcast. I'm like, well. Yeah. Me and the little homie just went in on some podcasting stuff. Yeah. See, it, 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 it everything, just lined yeah. up. It just lined up. Yeah. Real hey, funny but, but, you, but you know what, guys? Look, look, I, I'm going to share something with you, man, and... This is something that I also share on my YouTube channel about, like, how to avoid disappointment. You see, the thing about life is that, I don't know if it's for you, uh, but everything in life always fits like a puzzle. You see what I mean? Like, 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 like a puzzle, you know? And when you try to force something that, that shouldn't be, like a relationship or something, it, it never goes right. You see what I'm saying? Like, right now, how everything just connect the pieces. How I met my business partner, everything connects, like, perfect. Like, the or, right place at the right time. Like, or even how this podcast started. Dude. Exactly. Again, we're, we're going to edit it the right way, so you guys are going to hear it in the order that we wanted you to order. Mm-hmm. You wanted to hear it, forgive me. And I really like that little opening conversation we had. And yeah. it just fit. It was mm-hmm. natural. And again, thing one was smart enough to fucking push record button before I was really knowing what was going on. And I think it just worked out kind of well. Yeah. Of course, I could think we're doing great shit, but you know, nah. it, 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 all the mamas always think their kid is the cutest kid in the world. Oh, even yeah. if they're yeah. ugly as shit. So hey, but, but we maybe also, I could just be crazy. <laughs> hey, but we also got to take pride in our work. I mean, I, I think these conversations that we're having, I know somebody out there is, is going through what we're going through right now. And this is for you. You know, this is, this is to, to let you know you're not alone, to let you know that we know we're trying to help you to become a better version of yourself. You know, maybe see when, when you see us, you see a little bit of your of yourself in us, you know, and in you. And you know, you're gonna make the necessary change that you need to make, or maybe you know, you have a different mindset after this, or maybe it'll make you help you make a decision that you need to make. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's what we're doing here. You know, and even if it, you don't have some kind of per, you know profound transformation, yeah, if we could help get you through your day, yeah, if we could introduce you to some cool music. Some cool shit you've never heard before, a view you've never heard before, or just somebody you have somebody that you could reach out and talk to once in a while. Because again, in our communities, we don't have men that we can talk to very often. Nah. If you if we can be an outlet for you guys, uh, that that's a big thing for me. I've invested a big part of my life trying to help develop the 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 young men and women of my community, and it's important to me. So even if we can't make some drastic change, we're not going to probably make you a millionaire. But nah. if we can make your day a little bit better, if we can help you develop Improve, a little yeah. bit as a, as a human, um, I think it's mission accomplished. That, that That's the big thing for me. Yeah, that's why I, when, earlier when I wanted to just throw in there that it wasn't a supremacist nah. fucking podcast. Oh, yeah. we're fucking greater than everybody. Nah. nah man. We can be as great we're, as anybody. We're, we're flawed and all, man. You ain't nothing perfect about me. But yeah, I mean, um, I love where we're going, guys. This is your boy Flick sitting here with my boy Dex and Thing One. And <laughs> stay tuned. It's gonna for... stick, bro. It's gonna stick. I feel it. <laughs> stay tuned for more podcasts, guys. If you guys do uh, like this podcast, make sure to follow us to our social media. Uh, Orale uh, way. Before we actually sign off on that, mm-hmm. I liked where you were going with that. But Flick, where can people find you? On social media, on the YouTubes, other places on the interwebs. Um, I am on social media. I have my own personal YouTube channel called I Am Flick. Is I 
M P H L I C K. Don't think that my name is spelled like F L I C K. It's spelled P H L L I C K. I'm also on Instagram. Same thing. I am Flick. Twitter. I am Flick. Uh, guys, you know it's been a pleasure sitting here, sitting here with all you guys. You know, and shooting the shit, man. This, this feels good. I actually feel like I let I let a lot of steam out and. I express myself the way I need to express myself, man. I feel good. <laughs> you look pumped up, dog. You yeah. look a bright eye. You, yeah. we, we got here a little late in the day, so Flick was looking a little run down and tired. Yeah, it's been man. a long day. Yeah. And it's been a long week. You know, it, 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 it's barely Wednesday, dog. Yeah. It's barely Wednesday. Hump day. Wow. But, hey, guys, if you are interested in following more about us, learning about us, you know, seeing what we're up to, maybe even some behind-the-scenes uh, stuff from the making of this podcast, Check us out on Instagram, Orale Way Podcast. Um, I don't know if I'm going to give out my personal shit yet. We shall see. Um, you'll see me on there, but I don't know if you need. I need you looking at my wife and children and all the stuff that I'm doing in my personal life. I don't know you. Some of you might be some deviants, so I'm going to be a little careful with that. <laughs> but nah, just seriously, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. So check us out, Orale Way Podcast on Instagram. Uh, follow yeah. I am Flick. Thing one, we'll, again, we're going to figure out what we're, we're going to do with thing yeah, one. We're right, going to figure right. out what we do with thing one. Um, and you also get to meet thing two when she comes in. We are going to have one female part part of the, of the show. She's going to be the second yeah. member of our of our podcast team, our production team. So we look forward to seeing you, Kat. Yeah. Uh, we missed you today. Hopefully we get to see you soon. And yeah. We're also going to have a lot of great people come in through this door and, and talk about experiences. We got a lot of like well-known people that been in the fashion industry and just all in general guys you're going to be hearing some real dope people coming through that door to tell us their stories about randomness whatever anything that that you guys could uh could like benefit from so for sure guys uh keep a lock once again I'm your boy Flick I'm Dex I'm thing one and then, and, <laughs> and on 3 we're going to say orale way so 1 2 3 orale way